1: How are you guys doing? Today's episode is sponsored by American Giant. Sorry I haven't actually been around the last few days. I've felt pretty de- terrible, not going to lie. I'm pretty. I'm good to go now. I also need to apologize for a clip in the last episode that apparently was corrupt when my editor had exported it. Don't really, he didn't even notice it. Don't know what. Charles, I blame you, everything for that one clip, just so you're aware. I am never at fault for anything. Ever. 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 I'm gonna go ahead and insert that clip for you guys now because I, I saw about 300 comments, people saying it was weird tea on the screen. So here's that.
2: Вот вчера привезли нас на позиции to snap Вот такой вот you домик. not to call it, but Там know, чтобы Вчера нам сказали, что места нету. Ну как, места нету. Что спим мы здесь. Всё мокрое, всё капает. Печки нету. Тут наши вещи все. Всё мокрое. И вот как вот, скажите, воевать в таких условиях, когда командиры не могут предоставить нормально
1: so basically, what I was trying to tell a story about yesterday, uh, in, in our previous video, was, was the living conditions uh, that the men inside of the Russian military were dealing with on the northern part of the country, which is around Sivitov. Now, this is also going to be the area we're seeing a little progress be made by the Ukrainians as of late. But before we get too far in today's episode, I, of course, need to give a big thank you to all my VIP Patreon members. We got Alejandro Reyes, Amber Dillon, Baby Sawyer, Greg Coates, Jai Grammer, and then we have Jack Goulette, James Ritchie, John Goody, Mazapan 76. I don't know why I just said your name very strangely. (laughs) I don't really know. And Michael Blaskwitz. Your last name is Wild, by the way, dude. I Blask Blaskiewitz Blaskiewitz. Anyway, without y'all's dedicated support, these videos would be next to impossible to create due to the, the the amount of expenses. My my editor is extremely expensive. I can tell you guys right now, and he likes to make mistakes. So it costs me even more money. So they'd be impossible to create. So, anyway, <laughs> most of these videos are not monetized out to <laughs> due to the call that we speak about. But if you guys want to check out the Patreon, you guys can. It's linked down in the description below. Uh, all the videos are ad free, and you guys get one exclusive video every single week. So, thank you so much to all you guys over there. I like to give him some crap. You got You're human, you can make mistakes. So, it is what it is. It seems that the Russian propagandists are all afraid and are starting to show that there is a slight chance of defeat that could possibly be on the horizon. (laughs) Не дай бог, мы не
3: допускаем даже вслух не произносим, но вдруг. Положим, что-то произойдет, и наша страна не сможет одержать победу. Но тогда надо исходить из того, что претензии будут предъявлены каждому без исключения. Безотносительно на территории Российской Федерации он находится или за пределами Российской Федерации. Просто те, кто за пределами, наверное, будут немедленно арестованы. Пособник ли он путинского режима или мимо проходил, неважно. Виноватыми будем все. Поэтому и исходим из того, что на кону стоит в прямом смысле слова и существование страны, и существование каждого гражданина Российской Федерации и наша жизнь, будущая в том числе, сколько-нибудь беззаботное тоже стоит на кону. Поэтому, чтобы без гаагских трибуналов, возбуждение уголовных дел, компенсации, репарации, чтобы ничего этого не было, нужна такая активизация боевых действий, так надо жать и давить, чтобы они обращались к нам для перемирия или установки мира.
1: So as you guys can clearly tell. They've had some serious come-to-Jesus moments live on, on television over the fact that they will be held accountable after the defeat that Russia is going to take at some point. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, okay? I also love how she called out Putin's regime, or she called it Putin's regime. She didn't call them out. She said Putin's regime, okay? This could be a, a reason why we see them say things now in hopes to possibly motivate the civilian population into fighting and getting behind what is going on. They're really doing it to make sure, well, they're going to be good to go once this thing is all over with. So as long as I've been covering the war inside of Ukraine, i would never even known about this certain hotline that was actually set up for Russians that are living inside of Ukrainian held territories like Crimea, okay? It provides them a, a safe exit if they want it. Which you know, some people just I guess can't physically move out of an area, so I I understand why, but you're gonna see it here in a second.
0: Крыму, ему пришла повестка. Скажите, что, что нам. Он уже повестку взял, Нет. Ему вручили, ему вручили на постукам. Как только ваш сын окажется на подконтрольной территории Украины, нужно сразу связаться с вами любым удобным способом. Дело том, что вы... Вы что, у них отбирают Пускай попробует там спрятать сим-карту, либо когда-то появится взять у кого-нибудь, у какого-нибудь гражданского, чисто выйти на связь. То есть это сделать один звонок. Мы заполним по нему контактные данные. После чего укажем место для безопасного выхода. Обеспечим безопасный выход в ценности сохранности, примем его. Я да, есть... Скажите, вот ему нужно на какой номер звонить, если что? То есть три номера и линия у нас круглосуточная. О. Пускай пишет в Telegram, WhatsApp, либо Чатбот, либо звонит. Три способа коммуникации. Я поняла, да. Поэтому не волнуйтесь, план действий есть. Все будет хорошо.
1: Большое this is the first time i've ever heard of this service being utilized and i thought i I thought i would share with you guys for one reason the fact there's one more thing we can actually take from the call and confirm as well they're taking like the phones away from the men or certain units are taking them away that is from the mobilized men because we keep seeing a bunch of videos i would assume this is due to the videos that keep surfacing that make russia look pretty weak and poorly outfitted when they need to seem strong and prepped to fight So you guys ever want to like give something to somebody, you know, they're going to keep utilize and it's just going to last them a lifetime. Okay. It's going to last a really long time and it gives you, gives you deep satisfaction. It's coming from like local craftspeople. Okay. For over a decade, American giant has actually been making high quality clothing right here in the United States. Like their flagship product of classic. Yeah. This classic full zip hoodie, their clothes make perfect gifts because not, not everybody has something that's made in America. Okay, no one really, like this is not something that happens anymore. But every single piece is designed to be durable and not disposable. And when you guys give American Giant, you're supporting the great men and women who make the words American Made matter. From the farmers and knitters to the finishers and seamstresses. Hey, American Made is the way to go. Why wouldn't you guys want to give something that's American Made? You can actually say when they're open, hey, guess what? Mom, dad, sister, brother, boyfriend, I don't care who it is. That right there, that's American Made. Right here in America. Smell it. Smells glorious. More than making great clothes, the rebuilding craftsmanship and community that makes Made in America quality possible. Okay? Unlike most clothes that are made today, as quickly, cheaply, and profitably as possible, the classic full-zip hoodie, this thing right here from American Giant, is made to wear, not wear out. Shout gifts at last at American-Giant.com and get 20% off when you guys use code ROB at checkout. That is American-Giant.com and get 20% when you guys use code ROB at checkout. Hey, check them out. they link linked at the very top of the description American Giant.com. Promo code Rob to save 20% off your entire order. Go check them out. American made products that are here to last, well, longer than me.
4: You know, Что настолько Зеленский, а сатанец, вот неправильное в... слово употребили. Но это вот понятно. когда вы сказали про сатанизм, мне кажется, да. что вы глубоко правы. И делать это могут только те, как вы сказали, которые э, поклоняются совсем да, другому. Хвостатом. Врагу рода и его, И, к сожалению, Зеленского и его политику поддерживают не только США, а именно под... благодаря поддержке США, вот это происходит в Украине. Это, это
1: катастрофа. Это просто катастрофа. Ну, and now right, here we go. We're going to go down this this pass once again with the crazy doc. Okay, I'm excited to head down this thing, full-fledged, headfirst, nose dive. Хочу продолжить эту тему болезненную,
4: очень такую религиозную, психологическую, народную тему, да. И надо акценты ставить конкретно. И э, не стесняться. Я думаю, православная церковь должна провозгласить Зеленского как официально приход антихриста, официального антихриста. Этот человек со сторон, э, с точки зрения православия это классический антихрист. Мы должны забыть фамилию Зеленский. Надо называть просто Зеленский это антихрист, и антихрист и его действия, и фактически, и там, значит, практически, и документально. Он оформили это дьяволом заключил договор, и он притворяет что он заключил. Здесь не может быть никаких там, самое, и так далее. Мы должны понимать, что это идёт уничтожение православия.
1: You know, last time I actually saw someone get so visually upset over a terrible take on life or trying to push an agenda that really was out of left field or kind of looked somewhat like this.
4: That I have been in this year for you.
1: That's the Granted, that gentleman was on one of the—he well, was one of the worst men to ever work on this or walk on the planet, like literally ever. But he also was pushing a crazy narrative his entire time in power, trying to get an entire population to agree with his views. You know what I mean? Kind of awkward, kind of like they're doing right now, creating this narrative that Zelensky tried to make a deal. He'll throw that one out there as well. Look,
5: да я ездил в Ну чё, там спина болит, голова болит, говорю, блядь. Mm-hmm. Э, почки болят, на, ну короче, ничего не, не это не устраивает их. Посмотрел блядь, три укола, блядь. сделал у ну я имею между три mm-hmm. дня, погололи, с собой дали три укола, ещё в латексинак, говорит, всё, mm-hmm. ехай на позицию. Ну и, и всё, блядь. я попытался поспорить, блядь. он мне лекцию прочитал, mm-hmm. говорит, понимаешь? твой организм адаптировался уже ко всему, ко всем этим условиям, mm-hmm. пришёл мне тут короче, ну говорит отсюда уезжают инфаркт, инсульт и пневмония. Ну так сейчас тишина. Да нет. Нет, всё также продолжается. Эх. Ну что, я даже не знаю вообще, какая-то происходит. Ни, ничего, абсолютно никаких новостей, ничего. Ни по телевизору, ни в интернете. Да. Такое... Вообще, мне прислали статью. Э, последний раз был у них там заседание, ну, в Кремле, по поводу военной, Минобороны. И потом мне там знакомые прислали статью, что после Нового года будет опять нобелизация миллион хотят набрать и 300 тысяч женщин из них будут. В общем, уже будет всеобщая мобилизация. Наверное, до последнего россиянина, пока он всех не угробит. Что может быть? Даже вот пишут, что расстреливают ребят, кто отказывается идти. Ну, это, конечно же, все не афишируют, а кому удается выбраться оттуда, тот говорит, что да, есть и такое. А что, война все спишет? Где там чего случилось?
1: so the tones we're seeing is much different okay that's it's happening right now when these calls are taken every single one of them is going to be different uh this time we were hearing uh, of something a bit different from the the past guy the fact that he's being forced back into the front where he clearly doesn't want to be and he's hearing about his his new mobilization that's happening that could possibly be starting here at the beginning of the year which is something it's it's kind of crazy to think about this is the, the last one was was a massive disaster so I have no idea how adding more people to the fight will do anything but make it even more of a mess. If they're adding women to the mix, does this mean they're possibly going to be new mobilized? Like, I don't mean, know, going to be helping with the war effort or actually fighting in the war? Will they actually be selectively sending letters out to a certain industry of individuals? But there has been some movement on the northern side of the country. Okay, there has been some movement on the northern side of the country. The Russians have been posting a bit of their own propaganda trying to show that they made some progress inside of this area okay which is not entirely true So this right here is on the more northern edge right there, as you guys see, where I just circled. That's where that, that video is actually coming out of. Uh, it's almost been completely destri- uh, destroyed by the Russians, clearly. Uh, I guess both sides shooting It's probably going to do that. But this video would have been taken from the eastern side of the town since it's currently split in two. And I'm, I'm somewhat shocked they actually brought a guy all the way up there to film in this side of the spot because it's so heavily contested and the chance that they they'd lose this is, is a real thing. We know there's a lot of stuff happening. This so sliding down here is where it gets really interesting. Just south here, the Russians have lost some significant ground in the northern region in the last 24 hours as well. They're seeing indications that there's strongly the possibility that just north of Kremlin, okay, just north there, is under Ukrainian control after a breakthrough actually happened yesterday. So right through here. So this is this is pretty important, y'all. We've, we've talked about this happening. The Ukrainians actually did get across at one point and were pushed all the way back. Held off for about a week or so with lots of terrible weather. But most of you guys do know I usually tend to tread more on the, the side of being conservative with regards to movements taking place on the ground. But I feel pretty confident in this one as of today because it's been held for the last 24 hours or so. So the change, of course, is because, well, this could change at any point. We're, we're talking about a wartime here. And as of right now, the Ukrainians have cut off the Russian supply route from the northern side of Kremita coming down out of Sivitov. So it's kind of a big deal, okay? This is the biggest thing to come out of this area in the last month or so. And it started after Ukrainian element was able to push through a Russian defensive line and actually found themselves on the opposite side of this P-66 route. So they pushed all the way through here, and they have liberated that town and the one just south of it as well. And so not only have we seen them push through the northern side of the city of the Ukrainian element, that actually, excuse me, of they then on the southern side you have Shai Plavika, Shy Blavika, which is right here. I'm gonna tell you guys right now they possibly may have liberated this town as well. This not is is not 100 percent confirmed as of right now, but it's ongoing. Okay, the fight is ongoing right now. I'm gonna tell you guys I feel pretty comfortable. I pushed the Ukrainian element more this way. Just I, I think they're starting to now almost halfway encircle Kremlin is the best way to kind of put that. But we're gonna shift down to Bachmont. I'm going to tell you, the Ukrainians inside of certain areas, the fighting is relentless and brutal. But I think if they can hold their ground, especially around the northwestern side of the front, they should be fine. They've done really well thus far, so I don't think things will change very quickly here. And the Russians do gain some ground. It'll be minimal and very slow. Other than that, there hasn't been real change throughout the entire rest of the country. We're seeing some pretty cold temps where they're not really getting above freezing at all in the northern part of the country over the next week or so. So I think it's going to be cold and Pretty brutal. And I think we're going to see some movement on the north northwestern, or excuse me, northeastern side of the country over the next week or so. So thanks for hanging out with me, guys, over here on the channel. I'll catch you guys on another episode.